The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, January 14, 2023. Baby, it's cold outside. Today, can't say let's that anymore. It's rapey. Yes, we can. Yes, you, we can. you can say that. You just can't sing the whole song. Oh, okay. Today, let's keep cigar smoking happening by inventing ways to smoke in the winter. I got the top ten ways. Maybe there's more. We'll oh, there, see. Welcome have, everybody to the Cigar Authority. You're going to interrupt some. like every sentence. <laughs> you just. I don't want to hear it from you. You invented You're, three times at the intro. Just keep just preparing for for uh, you complaining as I interrupt you. In, in, as you're getting some deep 30 minutes into some foolish I thing. would like to uh, make a prediction that uh, Dave and Barry will both be angry by the time we record <laughs> the after show. <laughs> Raul Duke says, welcome to another episode of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 13th or 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Boy, one of the things we're going to talk about is smoking small cigars. Is this small? Tiny. This is, this is a tiny cigar. Barry, remind you of yeah. anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of your exes told me that it was very similar to... Never mind. What do we have, Barry? Today's first cigar is the Mad Minnow, and it's manufactured and assembled by Big Sky Tobacco. The size is four and three quarters by 44. It features a Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single is 579 while a box of 30 is $152.99, which comes out to just $5.10 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $21 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. I feel bad this is in the care package because it looks like we, cheap, we cheapened out on this one because it's so little. But... It does look like a little minnow, doesn't it? It does. And the little eye on the band that has it. And I saw it at the trade show. I thought it was cute. Uh, <laughs> Is that your buying criteria? Yeah, I, I went up. Sometimes. <laughs> it's interesting, right? It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it tastes. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting. Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Per Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax, and they actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So you can always cut more, but you can't cut less. Now, often so with a cut small. Figurado like this, I'll cut off the nipple, but 
If mm-hmm. I do that, I'm going to cut 10 minutes off the smoking time on this <laughs> yeah. thing, and I can't afford that right now. So I, I would say there's not another cigar that resembles this cigar. No. Before we get to what we're using to light the cigar, can we do a, uh, a weigh-in? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> go, go ahead. I want to know, did you lose any weight this week? I gained one pound. All right, Barry? Uh, I did not weigh myself this morning, but tomorrow's my weigh-in. I'll change it to Saturday moving forward. Mm-hmm. I did weigh myself and with <clears> a thought uh, because I cut away um, nighttime snacks and things. Yeah, I gained five pounds, and uh, part of it is going to have to do with my confessional today. Ah. Oh, boy. Oh. I know what you're thinking, Sean. It's not steroids, so you can get it out of your mind. Protein we're gonna, shakes. We're going to light our cigar today with the Duke by Lotus. Duke by Lotus features single action, three jets in line, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the back, you have a full-size flip-out guillotine cutter that'll go up to 64 ring gauge, and it has a little tray to catch the schmuckus when you make your cut so the schmuckus doesn't get everywhere. It's a tactical term. Uh-huh. Yeah. All for the low Casey price. Carter says yeah. that the Mad Minnow looks like the bait you use to catch a larger cigar. It is. It's, it's exactly true. Well, $69.99 is the cost for the Duke by Lotus. Cat, Cappy C says, look inside the band. I don't hear any outrage. Really? There's no that outrage. I never did. People interrupting my commercial. It says, don't fuck with the minnow. Ah. Big Sky and Cigar it, it says Company. says the, the word? Yes. It does. <laughs> Don't fuck with the minnow. Whoa. I know we have two reverends, at least, that are part of the care package. That didn't like us. But two of, uh, that have identified themselves as reverends. Okay. I apologize for cursing. They don't have a problem with it, so I don't think they're going to have a problem with the band. Well, it says it. I didn't know it till just now, so <laughs> see what you learn. Uh, so I saw the cigar at the PCA trade show. I smoked a sample. I went back for another uh, and placed an order. I met the owner, Jess Coleman, president and CEO. Jess grew up in Montana's western front. Jess spent evenings after school fly fishing and uh, endless miles of the Canyon Creek feeding the river. Jess graduated with a business degree in Montana and holds a master's degree in business administration from the University of Maryland. Then he started a cigar company. After all the education... Then he starts a cigar company, which is like, what? Didn't you get educated in business and learn that this is not right. uh, the way to success? Yeah, you, you, but didn't, did. you didn't know any better, so you just Correct. jumped in. And I didn't go to college, no. and I barely finished high school. You were so at Harvard once. I spoke. Yeah. Yeah, they let me speak. You can speak any way you want because <laughs> there's freedom of speech in this country anyway. Anyway, he started a cigar company at last year's PCA trade shows where he, where he did for the first time. And it was the Big Sky Cigar Company out of Montana. And I say Montana, like Montana's a weird place to have a cigar company. It's not a weird place to have the name of your company be Big Sky, though. Mm -hmm. Why? Isn't that their state motto? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Big Sky Country. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, didn't know that. In Mm -hmm. 1905, Montana had over 105 cigar factories within that state. What? Imagine that. So I'm looking at Montana. I go, cigar a cigar, fat, a cigar company in Montana, that's kind of weird. 1905, 107 cigar factories within the state with a little over 
240,000 people in the entire territory at the time. That equaled one cigar factory for every 2,200 people. You can have your own cigar factory. Hmm. You know, to make cigars just for you, it was amazing. So I found it very interesting. Uh, This cigar, especially in the wintertime, although it's showing a minnow and fly fishing, which would be something you'd do out in the nice weather, I look at it as it's a little cigar, it tasted good to me, and I said, this would be something maybe in the wintertime in New England, or in the Northeast anyway. The Mad Minnow, or MM, as it is called, uh, is a medium plus premium long filled uh, tr- um, with a Habano wrapper, leaves uh, ready for the day on the river, or walk with your dog, or maybe some ice fishing. It is a good dog walker size. It says four and three quarters by 44 Solomon. <laughs> is what it's calling it. Uh, as Barry said, uh, from Esteli, Nicaragua, they say a strength is medium plus. Uh, we'll be the judge of that. And all Nicaraguan except the wrapper. Uh, the taste is cedar, baking spices, rye bread, and black pepper is what they're saying. Again, it's pretty good. We'll yeah. be the, yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know much more about it other than uh, it's a small cigar and ideally for a show like this where um, you, you'd smoke a small cigar in the wintertime to uh, probably not freeze your ass off, right? Right. But is this going to last until the 1 o'clock hour? We're going to see. All I know is in high school, I rode blunts bigger than this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and by high school, he means yesterday. <laughs> right. So uh, certainly the number one way to smoke in the winter, and I got 10 of them, and Mm. we'll add more to it, um, is to smoke smaller cigars. So um, when you go walking your dog at Sullivan, you say, I get a smaller cigar. You smoke smaller cigars anyway. I do. But I don't know about this small. Um, For a dog walking cigar, yeah, because I just bought some Puritos today. This is, this is not as long, but this is thinner than I'll drink a, to that. something that most people that listen to the show would know in a Toro Fuente short story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is more bulbous, thicker, yep. uh, and takes a long time to smoke. It's surprising how long uh, it takes to... So just the, the length of a cigar doesn't matter because mm. you take a nub and you get an hour out of a nub, no problem. Right. Um, so far... <laughs> It's burning slow, but we'll see how that ends up doing. A lot of times it surprises me, small cigars well, taking a long time to smoke. Great draw on this for a small cigar that's also a shaped cigar. It can't be an easy roll. Correct. No, I'm shocked that we got past the nipple without any major burn issues for, it looks like, any of us. Yeah. No. Um, said nipple. nipple. <laughs> and it's not a tight drawer. You would think this small of a cigar, this much tobacco in it, it would be a tough drawer, but it's not. Yeah, the f- whatever the factory is making this, did a damn good job as far as construction goes. Um, so, again, we'll see how it goes. Uh, looking at the the line, the uh, combustion line on the cigar, uh, the space between the ash and the tobacco itself, that little line, very, very thin, very mm-hmm. aged tobacco mm-hmm. that's on here. Also something you can accomplish at a factory where they are sitting on 
uh, the little pieces left over from making large cigars, and they don't want to get rid of them. They don't want to just grind them up and put them in mix fill, and they say it's really good stuff, and it sits there for quite a while till somebody comes up with something like this. Um, so, so far, so good. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed that the cigar I gave you was so little, but I'm not ashamed of the quality of mm-hmm. the cigar. It's a very, very good cigar so far. If I, you know, smoking this at, at a trade show in Las Vegas, especially. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sure, I'll try one of them. I smoked it. I made it around the corner. I come back up the next aisle, and I go right back to the booth and say, can I have another one of those? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, let's place an order. Uh, just seeing how it goes the second time mm-hmm. and uh, place the order, and, and here we go. So uh, number one way to smoke cigars in the winter is to smoke smaller cigars. Is that what you do? Do you, you sit outside every day still? Or are you done with that? Uh, uh, it depends. Like it, it has to be at least forty degrees for me to sit outside. All right. When it's twenty degrees, no. And unfortunately, I live in a condo, so some of the tricks that we're going to get to, I can't do because it's a violation of the condo rules. Violation. Violation. So I have a couple that I invented and tested this week. So oh God, you, you may you may be able to pull something off. Do you draw a nice warm bath? <laughs> With rose petals. <laughs> I don't know. She's not that far off. Really? <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't know where he's going there, but uh, okay. Um, smoke smaller cigars. The when- key is to go underwater with it. <laughs> you got to make sure the bath is filled all the way up to the top. Ted Hughes says that he hopes this is the first time that you've ever been ashamed of giving something so little. <laughs> it is. Because <laughs> I overdo everything, don't I? Yeah, that's not what he's referring to. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying here. Sometimes the double entendre gets lost on Dave. Yes. Yeah. The number two way is the ice tent. So uh, Nick G from fucking good coffee yes. mm-hmm. was kind enough was. to send us an email with everything detailed that you could possibly need to pull this off. So let's do it. So the first thing is an insulated tent. And first and foremost, the tent should be insulated, he says. You can find cheaper options, but we'll quickly realize that they're not insulated. It's the most important aspect, no matter what tent you get. The next piece is making sure the tent has ventilation. And most tents, he notes, do come with air vents, but often it's not enough. You're going to need some sort of fan or two to create some sort of negative pressure inside that tent. Because you're going to hot box if you, yeah. you're smoking well, in Well, which Ed Sullivan I love is no it. stranger to. I love he it. probably would close the vents in his ice tent. I don't need them. Uh, it, the smoke rises, so you put it at top. So, some way it opens up top, and I don't think you, you get cold from it. Probably not. Yeah. I think you could probably get away with a computer, like a large computer <laughs> fan, and actually doctor the tent and sew the computer fan in there. I know, uh, yeah, Jim Collison, he's a shed smoker, but he's got fans that he's rigged up to keep the airflow. And even nice. even in our room, the smoke mitigation system really is for this room, and we open the doors, but to get it to be clear in there, we're just really just moving the air around so that it goes by the door and gets sucked through the smoke eaters. Uh, Next up is your flooring and or location. Uh, Nick notes that he has his on his back deck, and he's very fortunate that he has a very big deck. Mm -hmm. I think that's a low-key flex, but... Compensating. uh, Mm -hmm. um, A deck, he notes, has cold air coming up from underneath and in between the floorboards, so you're going to need some sort of floor covering, and you can use a tarp, furniture pads, painter's drop cloth, carpet. Typically, the ice tent... 
has a flaw to it, right? Or else you well, you'd have to have a hole in yeah, the bottom you go, of the ice tank. You go in I, fishing. If you go in ice fishing, there's usually a floor with a trap door that you can open it up okay. to get to the ice. I have uh, pajamas with a trap door. <laughs> Doesn't surprise any of us. <laughs> All right. Next up, heaters. The heaters must have some sort of blowing function. That's what she said. Uh, an oscillating space heater is ideal. Be sure to get one that is fit for the space that you purchase your okay. tent for. So now we need electricity. Yes, that's the very next thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just, just double checking. Just electricity. Invest in a strong outdoor extension cord and a great surge protector with multiple outlets that can handle the power. You can find great options just about everywhere. Any of the big box stores will have something. You're going to need a light because otherwise how are you going to be able to see? And perhaps you're, you'd want some entertainment. But before you get to the entertainment, whether you're hanging a TV on a cart or whether you're using an iPad or your phone, or in his case, a 4K projector that he can run off of his phone onto a poster board. Oh, fancy. Pretty elaborate. Yes. Uh, you're going to need some sort of chair. Now, I just Ooh. picked up at the end of the season, somebody was running a special two zero-gravity reclining chairs for $60. And they have the little end table on the side that clips on. They're the balls. Normally, they're about 100 bucks. Can so like a beach chair type of thing? On steroids. Okay. But can old people get out of those chairs? Who cares? I'm not old. That's a good point. Yeah, but what's your... How are you doing? You did legs today. Yeah, your you stick can't, legs. You're not going to be able to get Oh, up. my God. I can barely move. <laughs> uh, you're going to possibly need a table that goes in there. You Maybe you have one. Uh, and he says as an option completely optional, consider some sort of air purification. And we did a test with that or little auric unit. Auric, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Barry had a rabbit air in his office. Uh, either of those, just to, if you're, if you're struggling with the ventilation portion of it, you can kind of clean the air in that way. All total, you're looking at about a $400 total investment with everything. For the whole winter, though, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, he may, and he makes a great point that you're probably going to get multiple years out of it if you take care of your yeah. stuff. So if you get, say, four years, it's $100 a year to smoke whenever you want. I'd say it's worth it. Now, some folks I've seen, though, with the tents, caution about snowstorms, right? Because if too much snow accumulates on this tent, you've got potential collapse issues well while you're out there smoking every once so in a while you just tap the top like a teepee is mm -hmm. a teepee the way to go <laughs> a teepee well you, no that's that, actually a good point wrong? you make a teepee and then you can put the computer fan in the top and blow the smoke <laughs> right go. out and the smoke's going to go up to the highest maybe point. you invented all right the smoking teepee the, the ice teepee or <laughs> smoking teepee or igloo you could the have igloo, a fire inside which is round the igloo mm -hmm. type style that's make the, it out of uh, snow no, you don't make it out of snow. But well, that's what igloos are made out of. Ice blocks, yep. Yeah, it sounds too cold. But for some reason, it kept it warmer in there. Yeah, just your yeah. breath. Strictly speaking, they're snow blocks. Now, if you got one of those, those, two of those industrial bright halogen lights, not the LED ones, the old school ones that throw heat, mm -hmm. keep it away from the sides of the tent, you'd have heat and light at the same time. So what we are doing is with, we're going back to our childhood. We're making a fort. Right? 100%. As a kid, making a fort like we were kids, and, and we have a place to go and uh, bring bring the um, Playboy magazine in there and uh, comic books. and No girls kid, allowed. No gr yeah. Yeah. Make a fort. Ted Hughes wants a show where you just build a teepee. 
<laughs> the, the iced tea thing might ser- be a thing. I'm seriously considering it, Ed Sullivan. So that was a farking good um, idea. Yeah, it was a it was a farking good write up. Farking. How do you spell it again? F A H King. Farking. Yeah, farking good there's coffee. No, there's no extra R in there. I know you like. I to know. Add I added so that F A what H F A H K I N G. Farking good. There you go. Yeah, farking good. So for you. Assume the R is there, and then you'll take it off. Yes, I will. Ah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Th- thanks uh, now, for that. While we're still on that, because we had a um, someone write in about a specific heater that they use, uh, which was John through the Contact Us page. He says the Presto heat dish from Costco is about $90, and it's a game changer. So you could have the Presto heat dish in your... Ice tent. What did we have Presto when we were kids? That Something mm. we bought, Presto. It was a toy or something, pr- mm. Presto. Nothing? Nothing, no. Doesn't ring a bell, Presto? Yeah, it was something. There. Oh, and this, this is one more. Joseph writes through the Contact Us page. I have a fully portable cigar lounge for winter. The idea was to have a safe, warm place to enjoy a cigar with friends, no matter the temperature outside or the location uh, we find we can all meet. This consists of a 10 by 10 pop-up canopy with a vent in the roof, wind walls, and a propane fire pit. I'm sure I'm not the only one with such a setup, and I'd like to send pictures. Blah, propane. Blah. Can anything go wrong with that? <laughs> All kinds of a things. A lot. Yeah. There, there are um, close to zero emission propane heaters and close to zero emission kerosene heaters that are safe for use indoors. Well, indoors in a, in a plastic tent, outdoors. <laughs> in, I mean, this is a small area. I don't know. Well, he does it. Yeah. And he's still alive. Be careful. Be careful. That's no, so you're saying you're not endorsing that. Do that at your own risk. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with electric, I think. Electric has its issues, too, especially if you manage to get a little bit wet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we said no girls allowed. I wonder if so. Some company like a rabbit ear or something makes the whole package. Like, why isn't there a company out there making this whole package? How awesome would it be if it was sort of animatronic? You press the on button and the tent forms around you (laughs) and heats you at the same time. That's some Jetsons shit right there. Meet George Jetson. All right, number three way of uh, smoking in the winter and staying warm, especially if you live in uh, where we are. Is uh, the car? Oh, I'm big fan. So there's two there's two things you need to know about smoking in the car, and I know I've talked about this before, but you've got to remember that the air is still, and your car is driving through it as a foil. So what happens is, as the car pushes through the air, the air moves out of the way, and it comes into an area of high pressure in the back of your vehicle. So if you crack the passenger window in the rear one inch. And the driver's side, one inch, right up front, you'll create a vortex through the car that will suck the smoke out. Now, I know what you're thinking, Dave. What if you have a 1992 Ford Ranger, regular cab, bench mm-hmm. seat, four on the floor? What do you do? Maybe get the little window in the back in the days. <laughs> Horrible idea. You're just going to blow smoke at yourself. Keep that closed. Crack your driver's side window two inches and blow the smoke toward the front of the window because you're going to create a very similar vortex. The area of pressure that's the highest is the back of that window. 
and the area that's the lowest is up front. So blow it toward the up front, and the smoke will still get sucked out. All right, what if we got a 68 gremlin, green? <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> Why not a pacer? What you do then is you put it on outside air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and angle the passenger blowers at the window that you have cracked. That was an odd-shaped vehicle, the gremlin. Oh, yeah, and the pacer. And yes. The, but only the, if it's pinto. green. If, yes. it's this, <laughs> if it's that satellite blue color, it doesn't work. That's it. I've gone out in the winter and taken a car ride just to have a cigar. Now, so he, he's talking about creating the vortex because you're driving. Yeah, I don't what drive. What if you don't drive, right? You, you, you're choosing to, I don't say you're going to stay in your, your, your um, driveway, uh, and I'm not going to call out the rep, for instance, that does this on a regular basis. Uh, he gets the car and gets to the car in the morning. He leaves the home, leaving his family behind, and then he goes to a parking lot and parks the car, and sets up his office, and smokes cigars, and listens to the radio, and watches his uh, YouTube things on there, listens to the Cigar Authority, and smokes his cigars, because he doesn't smoke cigars at home, and it's cold outside, so he goes to a parking lot and stops. You don't want to use gas, and waste uh, gas driving around, and not enjoying your cigars as much as you could, because you've got to pay attention to the road a little bit. Depends on how cold it is out, and I I know your car being electric, the heat always works. My car being an internal combustion engine, until the car is completely warmed up, the heat does not work unless the engine is above 1,500 mm-hmm. RPM. So if you're in the parking lot and you're freezing balls, you got to rev the engine a little bit t- until the car is completely warmed up. But now you, you, you can't create a vortex at that point. The good point. thing about the car is you are dressed for outdoors Correct. while you're in the car. You're at least away from the elements. But you also yeah. got to know where you live because some communities have idling laws. There's, there's, idling laws. Oh, really? So, this is why you need the Tesla. What? Yeah. And there are cities all throughout Massachusetts, New York City, all throughout New York. Let someone There's come up to me laws. and tell me I have to turn my car off. They will. They will. Yeah, that's Let them. Let them. And I'll take that ticket and not pay it ever. You can leverage the heated seats. Yes. The nice thing in the Tesla is I can sit and watch Netflix or YouTube right on the car screen. As you're charging, if, you, if you're away from home and you plug into a charging station, I've had the most awesome cigar experiences oh, yeah. <laughs> at the charging station. It should be actually everybody meets, all the people with an electric car <laughs> meet at the charging station. We can have a hearth there and everybody smoke the cigars because I've, I've been by myself and had an unbelievable cigar Supercharger hearth. Yes. That's a thing. Let's do that. All right. Do you guys give each other the wedgies, or do you just wait for the bullies to come by there's and do little, it? There's a little nod, like you lift your head just a little bit, and you just like this, like, all right. Do you do the Dominican this. lip point? No, no, no. <laughs> the people that have internal combustion <laughs> no. engines and laugh at them? Uh, we are smoking the Mad Middle, the MM. It's a cigar to smoke. Um, supposedly, uh, we, we said in um, cold weather, because it's going to... Um, what and, I, and quickly, but here I am, 27 minutes in, maybe 25 minutes in. I'm halfway done. Uh, the, the, I have not even tapped the ash off this yet. It's still going. What I do like about this, too, and is the outside wrapper is not Connecticut. That is a problematic wrapper in the wintertime. Yes. Yep. So you've got you've to just be aware that you're going to have split issues. Uh, and we've gone over how to repair a split by touching the, the end of the split with your... Jet lighter, 
to just cauterize that wound, and now David has ashed. I, I'm it's I all was over just the, ready to say I'm going to ash. Did the Barry Stein. They, oh, no, it, I'm sorry. It is not the Barry Stein. He is cleaning up after himself. <laughs> what? It can't be the Barry Stein. You're cleaning yeah, up yeah. after yourself. Oh, okay. I, I I'm cleaning I don't because I choose to yeah. keep somebody employed. No, the cigars with thin wrappers like Use the, the owner because he's the guy that cleans up after you at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, so, sometimes they'll almost blow up on you, right? Because right. it's so cold mm-hmm. and then the heat of the cigar so, burning. Uh, I disagree with them that this is medium plus unless they're referring to their entire portfolio, which I don't know. But this is a four. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but that outside wrapper is slightly, you know, thick <laughs> and hearty, and it's not going to split in the cold weather. This is a perfect uh, going for a walk. Yep. So fifty percent of our listeners say three to four. Thirty-two percent say five to six, and eight percent say one to two, and another eight percent say seven to eight. Seven to eight, really? What is someone smoking? Crack. That's milder than this. <laughs> that thinks this is a seven to eight, unless they accidentally clicked on it and they can't correct it. That's true too. Once you've done it, you've been not in our polls. Once you click it, it's it. That's it. You're out. There's no undo. No it's over. Think about it before you, you you put these things in. You're messing with the whole thing. Okay, this is the mad minnow. Mad minnow. We're gonna keep smoking it during the break. We'll come back, and when we do come back, we have more ways to smoke. Cigars in the winter in the cold weather. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. 
but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars e stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. And we are back and we're smoking the Mad Minnow, the MM, and giving you the best ways to keep warm in the winter while continuing to smoke cigars. Welcome back, everybody. That was a little Toscano at the beginning, which is... A little cigar. A little cigar, depending which, which you get. But yeah. you, you get the little ones or you get the big ones, you cut them in half and mm-hmm. they become little ones. And the best thing about them is you can just leave them in your car. You don't have to worry about humidification. Maybe the best. It may be the best and winter time. It's thing. not a delicate wrapper on that. No. Not at all. No. That's hardy. You leave them in the car, and they're freezing in the car, and that doesn't matter either. No. I remember the first. Makes them easier to cut. When we first started carrying Toscano and their advertisers, I had somebody call me up yelling at me that I should be embarrassed for sending them a cigar that looked like Toscano, saying that we don't have any humidification sending such a dried out. They had no clue what it was that they ordered. Right, right. So it's ignorance. Ignorance is a a part of our world we live in. And the guy's good for... uh, a nice size Toscano order each month. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> and does he know? Does he remember? Uh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. But he's going to keep that close to the vest. Uh, yeah, you got to try things. That's the magic of the care package of, you know, this came in and you looked at the Mad Minnow and you said, what the hell is this? They're cheating me. There's a reason for it. I want you to try it. I want you to be surprised at what happens. We saw the same thing with um, Topper. Yep. When... And then people were blown away. Uh, have you had the new top of 125th? Yeah, we did. We sold out of them. We're hoping to get more in. <laughs> yes. Um, really a lot good. of people reached out to me, disappointed they missed out. We did attempt to order more. Stay tuned. We did that in the Ashholes, right? We did it on the Cigar Authority. Oh, oh, oh I thought it was the Ashholes. That's no. why I said, did you yeah. have it? you got too many shows going. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep <laughs> Blending together. They, they are. I can't tell one from the other. But we are smoking the Mad Minnow, and, the, and this and thing is And there's people talking going. over people just as much on this show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we got it going, that going on, right? All right. We have the top 10 ways, and we'll have more to add to it. But uh, we are on number four, ways to smoke in the winter in the cold. And it is 
the garage. If you're lucky enough to have one, the garage is a great option uh, for a place to smoke, uh, especially if it's detached. You don't have to worry about mm -hmm. it at all. But even mine is connected, and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I smoke in my garage. No, you got a couple of screws in the uh, in most garage windows that hold the window in. So you take the window out and you fashion another window that has an exhaust fan on it, and you put that shit in there. You're looking at about five minutes worth of work, and now you have a way of creating negative pressure, which is going to draw, especially if your garage is like mine, which is attached to the house. Well, I smoke in my house anyways, but uh, I can pull that smoke right out of the garage and pull fresh air from the house. Well, you hot box it, and you're smoking while you're smoking it, and then before you're ready to go, you open the garage door. That's it billows I, out of there in two what, seconds. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, so the neighbors might call the fire department yeah. with all that smoke billowing out. Well, that's what once. I used to do with the COVID crew when, you know, cigar shops were shut down. It was no place to go. We'd get together in my friend's garage. Yeah. And we bought a Mr. Heater for it. And one wasn't enough, so we got to get two of them. Is that like a Mr. Coffee, but it's it, a heater? Yeah, it looks like Johnny Five from uh, Short Circuit Okay, uh, with the two glowing red eyes. All right. Uh, but it was a lifesaver. And the, the, the temperature when we first got there, this, you'd see the breath. Uh, but like an hour in, it would be warm enough to take your coat off. Yeah, between yeah. body temperature yeah. and the Mr. Heater, whatever that is. I, I've got a Mr. Heater really? in my garage. Different one from the one Barry described. Mm -hmm. It's a, a stand-up unit that's 30,000 BTUs. So you can get it toasty, warm in there. Nice. So I, have, I don't have a heater in my garage, but I have a, a squat bar. So I just throw the squat bar on, do a set of 50 real quick, and I'm plenty warm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I do exercise while you, yeah. <laughs> just before I start smoking. Ted, Ted Hughes says, if you want negative pressure, introduce Mr. <laughs> J into the room. Here's <laughs> my bell. It's very good. Um, the number five way to keep warm in the winter and still enjoy your cigars is dress for it. Mm -hmm. I just found something that's unbelievable. Carhartt has a series of lined jeans. I'm wearing them right now. They are not too warm to wear all the time. It, maybe in the summertime you wouldn't wear them. But they have uh, a wind-blocking barrier inside. So when you're outside, you don't feel the wind on your legs at all. Very warm. Easy to stay dressed. So and he's indoors, he's not outdoors, and he's wearing thermals underneath his pants. Right. He's wearing four layers of shirts, and he does this in the summertime too. But no. that's because of the lack of nutrition that he gets. <laughs> and, and I think it's impossible to dress warm enough if, if it's if there's any sort of wind. You can't cover your face because you're smoking. That that's what gets me. The coldness of your cheeks, your nose starts to run, your eyes start to water. Remember, the, you remember those masks back in the day, yeah, yeah. And, and the eyes were out in the mouth, and you could rob a bank. Yes, yeah. They still must still make those kind sure. of masks, right? Sure. Uh, um, I believe they're called ski, ski masks. masks. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and they use them for skiing. Well, they use them for robbing banks, but yes, yes, you could also ski with them. Now, one word of caution, though, because if you don't pay attention. And you're wearing gloves. I've got multiple pairs of gloves that are burned. <laughs> At the fingers. Because you don't feel the heat. And so I'll be out snow blowing, holding the cigar, and look, and oh, holes in these gloves. Wow, no kidding. You have burn holes in your gloves. I do. I just that is a, a real pro, my, my man. That is a pro <laughs> move right there. I just got a pair of uh, leather Gore-Tex lined gloves. <laughs> 
that are unbelievable. They do not burn like that when huh. you get the cigar too close. Well, we, they we discolor. Better, we better talk then. Yeah, they discolor, but they're... Switch to Gore-Tex. So they're you great. say Gore-Tex. I'm thinking of the big coat that George Warren signed for. Gore-Tex. Yeah. I couldn't smoke with something that wasn't skin tight because it, it'd be too bulky to hold the cigar. Oh, I thought you were talking about a top. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a fat guy problem. <laughs> Everything's too tight. Uh, yeah, but dress, dress for it. I, th- the key, I think, is you wear a hat and your feet are warm, right? So you got good boots or something on there that's warm. And at that point, you're okay. And you get those little uh, heater things that you can drop in your boots and they yep. add a little extra warmth. Yep. Pretty amazing what, the, what what that does if you actually dress for it and you're outside taking a walk or even even sitting there. But sitting there in the cold, uh, it's tough. It's it's all of a sudden you you know you yep. can just see I could freeze to death right here. <laughs> have, have you ever smoked a cigar in an igloo? No, but they have those igloo uh, form things, uh, plastic. Igloos. Uh, no, I smoked one in a genuine igloo. Real igloo. In Inukjuak. Really? Uh, Can you what, spell that? What uh, did you call me? I-N-U-K. <laughs> uh, up in Canada, I was visiting. It's, you know, way up on Hudson Bay, and the Inuit Indians still make igloos. Is it wintertime at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah? That was, How uh, the hell do you think they're making igloos if it's not wintertime? time? <laughs> It I was. Know. That's true. They told me I was lucky. I hit a warm spot. It was forty below. Outside. Wow! <laughs> yeah, so you, so you went. Smoke. So you went inside and basically a, a, a house made of snow. Correct. And lit a cigar. And, mm-hmm. and, and did you enjoy it? Was it okay? It was forty below zero? Out. It was better not having one. Did so the ice turn the, yellow the temper- from the smoke? <laughs> No, no, that was the pee. The temperature's <laughs> got to be over thirty-two inside, right? It's. Comfort. I mean, you still need a big, heavy coat and everything, but you're I, out of the wind. Were, I, they, were they appalled that you lit the cigar? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but they'll even cook inside of the igloos, right? Okay. So there is ventilation for the smoke. So you know, if you have a chance, have a cigar in an igloo. That could be a cigar event. Don't look at me. Funny. <laughs> do they have, smoking, do they have function room cigars. igloos? Like. This one was fairly large, but you're not getting even 40 people in this igloo. <laughs> you might get four or five. No, that's not enough. You need a big big event igloo. Yeah. Big event igloo. And I, I did try to smoke a cigar when I was outside ice fishing, but that, that was too much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right now, it's time to ask the Dawn from Dawn Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Dawn. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority And Victor writes, I'm a long-time listener to your podcast, but this is my first time submitting a question. Through the years, I've randomly heard you highlight that a specific size or shape of a cigar line, like Perdomo 10th Anniversary Champagne, was the best version or standard bearer of that line. 
While one cigar authority might prefer the flavors or strength associated with a Robusto, another might argue that the Torpedo from the same cigar line best captures the expected flavor profile associated with the identified wrapper, binder, filler, age, etc. True. What's my point? Instead of comparing cigars from across multiple brands, I'd like to appreciate the impact of size or shape when compared across the same specific cigar line. Question. Based on your vast experience smoking cigars, is there a cigar brand and line that immediately comes to mind when smoking the different sizes or shapes that would highlight a noticeable difference in taste for a journeyman cigar smoker, or am I overthinking this? Thanks in advance for your education. Signed, Victor. Aladino. Corojo Reserve. In the Robusto. Robusto. Absolutely. And even the Aladino Corojo Regular. Is very good, yep. Robusto. For sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go into... Uh, hotcakes, for instance, Gordo. Even I, you. I like the Gordo. Yeah. Very different than the other ones. It's very different. Yeah. And the, and the better of a little too full body for me, but. For me, it, you, you took mine, so I'm going to say uh, what I smoked on Christmas Day was the Byron 1850 Torpedo. I had the Robusto, and it was good, but the Torpedo was just exceptional. Regular line of regular Byron torpedo yep again why is the torpedo uh even in bandolero let's call it different mm-hmm. uh to me the bet the better of the bunch for sure um although in a general sense i would say most blenders are still blending to a toro size yep. so if you're looking for the intent of what the blender yeah that know, doesn't necessarily make it the best no it doesn't yeah but the the other little trick that i teach certain guys is if you have a line that carries that has a torpedo in it, it is by far going to be the slowest selling size in that line. Thereby, it sits around a little longer, it degasses more, and it, it becomes a smoother smoke. It is the better roller that is making it, and it. it's a better roller. Construction so. is going to be better, right? Uh, and you know, for me, with the Perdomos, I tend to go torpedo because then I can cut it to a smaller ring gauge yes, size. Yes, you can have a Lancero in your mouth and a Toro. Exactly. Yeah. Outside. I think, unfortunately, though, sometimes it hurts a brand. Like you mentioned, Grand Canyon. You heard it too, right? I I'm did. not having a stroke. I heard it. <laughs> okay. I heard a guitar lick. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were playing us out a little early there. No, no. Did like, that play? Yeah, we all heard it. It okay. wasn't just in your head. Like the Grand Canyon, no, the, 60, no. the 60 ring gauge hot cake, by far the best of the line. There's been times where I want a hot cake, but I don't want a 60 ring gauge. Yes. So I wind up taking the HVC Selectio number one because to me, it hurt the brand because I don't like a 60. And now I'm not smoking they, the Liguido number five anymore. But they have a Robusto. Right. But the 60 so much better yeah. that I just go to a different line. Ah. Uh, Why not just smoke they, the 60? Because I'm not comfortable with big things <laughs> in my mouth like you are. It's back to the same four jokes <laughs> from 2020. You laid it up. You laid it up. I thought we agreed you were going to write new jokes. Well, speaking of big cigars, next week we will smoke, uh, it's episode 666, The Beast, and we're going to smoke a 6 by 66 cigar. Do we have to? We do. Well, you're uh, off camera, maybe, so you're going to do what you do, which is yeah, maybe gonna bring love a it. Neanderthal and <laughs> pretend. And then uh, the following week, I'm going to uh, refer to all of you guys, but especially Barry, I'm counting on you. Um, we have the uh, Urban Dictionary of Cigar Discussion, 
and we're going to... Uh, that could go horrible. It could go horrible. Wrong. It could I'm be getting very some, good. I'm getting some great emails, and because of those emails, you're probably not in contention for email of the week because we're going to go through those emails during the actual show. Mm. But, but these are coming in? They're, they're coming, coming in. in, so please keep coming. Them coming in hot. Yeah, if, if uh, listeners have a good idea of uh, a word for an yeah. Urban Dictionary uh, well, add-on. You're in the Urban Dictionary. I am, personally. Yeah. You can look me up, David Garofalo. <laughs> no, you... you can you look up David Garofalo? No, you'd have to look up um, Glory Hole. No, no. Subscribe. Subscribe. That's subscribe. It. Just a regular word. Subscribe. Uh, but I don't think you can look me up personally. Um, and we'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, no, the following week, the twenty eighth. But get us uh, some more material. I got uh, seven so far that'll make you very uncomfortable. Really? Okay. Yes. Seven. And speaking of seven, we're on the number seven way. Um, to keep yourself warm and smoke cigars in the wintertime, especially if you're in the cold uh, places like we are here in New Hampshire, and it is the shed. And, and the shed is something uh, I can refer to Mr. Jonathan on because he would say to me when I first met him, oh, right. shed I, night. yeah, I need to uh, grab some cigars. It's shed night. And I go, what the fuck does that mean, <laughs> shed night? Well, my buddy John got a, uh, got a shed. And decided that the last Friday of the month was shed night and just invites a bunch of random guys over. He's an engineer and they all tend to be engineers, but they're all guys that ride Harleys and they make hot rods and they weld shit and they're just manly men. So I like to be around them so I can kind of, you know, have a role model that's less feminine. In my yeah. life, um, <laughs> dancing with men and yeah, you know, you do we don't talk about that at shed uh, night. That's nor do you talk prohibited. about your, your ma- what you cooked for food nope, this week. No, and, no, uh, no, not brought up. Uh, so he has engineered his shed to be very much like a uh, large bathroom. He's got a stink fan in the top that's vented out the uh, the top of the the shed itself with a little chimney, and he has a zero emissions kerosene heater on the inside. And often there'll be some sort of uh, liquor, warm libation on top of that heater with a ladle, and you can fill your cup up and have a little warm drink. L- warm alcohol smoking. drink? Yeah. Hot toddy type of Something thing. Something like that, yeah. Really? Ted Hughes wants to know if at shed night you all put your keys in a bowl. What does that mean? <laughs> Is that an Urban Dictionary deal? <laughs> no. I'm, uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. <laughs> all right. And we'll explain it to you in the break. Okay. <laughs> um, the shed is open year-round, even in the winter. Summertime. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Last, nice little thing. To, and so sometimes awesome. you go, sometimes you don't. Correct. Yeah. All of a sudden, you said the other day, I haven't gone. I'm going to shed night. Do you have to call in advance? Or no. No. Just show up. Just show up. It's awesome. So the shed. The shed can be the man cave for uh, you if you if you have a shed. You If mm-hmm. you don't, you can get buy one, put it on your property. You've got a little place to go to. In the summertime. Better than a tent. We're not in the shed. We're a shed adjacent because he okay. uses the shed in the summertime to okay. store the dirt bikes, but he takes them out in the wintertime so we can be in there. The opposite of what you would think. You would store the bikes in the wintertime. Well, then we couldn't be in the shed. Right. Um, I like the shed. I like the shed idea. I have mm-hmm. a shed that's sitting there doing nothing, a new shed. I could turn that into a shed to smoke well, cigars, but I smoke cigars in the house, too. What's in your shed? I can't see you mowing a lawn no. or snow blowing. No. Or Christmas decorations. Four-wheeler. 
power washer. I, in there. I haven't been. I've been in the shed you when we got it, but there. I haven't been in there since. So huh. uh, maybe on the way home, uh, <laughs> I'll check out the shed. Check out the shed and see what's in there. So I go over to clean his uh, his pizza oven, and I'm like, "Do you have a power washer?" He goes, "Yeah, somewhere." And his wife goes, "Try the shed." I'm like, "You have a shed?" <laughs> I had to go find the shed. It was in the oh, shed. Oh, so you know what's in the shed? So I do. Yeah, it's Christmas decorations. <laughs> yeah, and a power washer. There's a, there's a bicycle that doesn't look like it's ever been ridden. It probably came with the shed. Do you have a bicycle? No. Is uh, the yeah. Peloton in the shed yet? Not yet. <laughs> it should be. There's room. We'll get it out of the there's way. Room in the shed. Right. It's sitting in there in my little man cave room that yeah. I have. No, so just so you know, there's room in the shed when you want to get I it out of the way. I bet you there's not 50 miles on that bike. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could ride it once in a while. The seat. Go uh, on Amazon and get a wider seat. How See if they make gonna, them in couch size. How are you going to win this contest without a little exercise? You can't gain 50 pounds. I gained five pounds in a week. I'm doing. I'm ready to start double sessions. I'm doing crazy workouts every morning. It's been five days in a row. I got another one scheduled tomorrow. All right, let's get to the poll question of the week. And that is brought to you by Victor Seclair Cigars. All right, right now we're in the middle of the best cigar size of 2023. We started with 16, we got it down to the 8, and after today it'll be the final 4. Is Min- Mini Solomon in there? Uh, no, it was <laughs> not anywhere was in the 16. It was no. a Solomon, I think. Uh, no, it was a Perfecto. But Robusto versus Lonsdale faced off the number 1 seed versus the number 8 seed. And uh, Robusto hands down one, which we knew mm-hmm. it would, with 83% of the vote. In the next, Gordo faced off against Churchill. And you might be able to say this is a little bit of an upset with Gordo winning with 59% of the vote. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Gordo uh, does outsell. Corona Gordo versus Rothschild. Rothschild jumped out to a huge lead, uh, but Corona Gordo came back with 64% of the vote for the win. And then Torpedo versus Toro. Toro looked like it was going to win 100%. Get- it did win, but only with 82% oh, yeah, of the vote. Oh, yeah, the biggest win, of course. Uh, actually, the Robusto over Lonsdale turned out to be bigger. Hmm. 83 versus 82. Yeah. So in the next round, we'll have Robusto versus Gordo and Corona Gordo versus Toro to get final to the final. Four. Yep. That's not a fair one. It should be Gordo versus Toro, to be fair. Well, it is to be it fair. Is. It is what it is. Mm. Uh, okay, we are smoking the Mad Minnow, the MM, and um, this is um, a little cigar, but... I would say 50 minutes in, and it should norm- have been normally, put down 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I got you if, just put yours down. If you're not talking all the mm-hmm. time, it, you know, I never relit. Mm-hmm. I never relit. Mm-hmm. So this this could win. You know, you get an hour out of you know. You're not going to do three hours, I don't think. But <laughs> and it's not getting bitter like you would think. No. The small ring gauge. No, that tobacco's well aged. Yeah, good tobacco. Yep. This is a quality. Whatever factory they don't, they don't give any information on the factory they're using in Nicaragua. But this is very very aged tobacco. It's burning perfectly. The the burn line, as I tell you, is immaculate. Uh, very very tight aged good tobacco um, and a good good cigar. Small little company. You never heard of it but at least you're trying it there and we'll see you can you can buy these cigars by the single yeah they're available on two guys cigars.com so give them a try they're a little company and uh help, help them out a little mm. bit and tell them uh what, what you think of this um it's uh i i think it's uh a, a good cigar i i made the purchase um it's not quite even a year yet i it was at the trade show yep. right 
Yeah, when they came in, I was like, what the hell was he thinking? And they're actually pretty good. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Maybe they should have little little tins with five packs in them or do something like that. Mm. But uh, The lore box. Lore, Whoa. like a lore. Huh? Are you guys listening? Big Blue Sky, what is it called? Big Sky. Big Sky. <laughs> uh, Big Blue Sky may be a band, I think. Yeah. Blue is nice. Yeah, big blue yeah. sky, big sky. Uh, all right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we have the ultimate way for you to smoke cigars when it's cold and to be more comfortable. We're going to continue. We've done seven of them. we got three, and uh, there's probably some more Jonathan's going to throw in if I, if I don't get to them. Uh, we'll do that when we come back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. 
The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hey, I am the king of the small gauge cigars, Noel Rojas, from Rojas Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcasts Network. And we are back, and we are nice and warm while we're smoking cigars, but how can you do it? We're counting the ways to keep smoking out in the cold, outside. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority, or find a way to be inside. Uh, most people don't smoke cigars in their house. True. That's the way it is. You know, I watch a lot of old-time TV, um, Columbo and um, Perry Mason and old stuff like that, and they're smoking everywhere. They yeah. walk into people's offices, and they light up. Nothing is said. That's how I grew up, how it well, used to be. Not only is nothing said, but you always offer people one, right? Yes. Yeah, they have humidors on their desk, or they have a box with cigarettes yeah. in their box, uh, and the person that ends up lighting up like a Columbo or something doesn't ask. <laughs> he, he's the cop. He walks in, and he just grabs a cigar and lights it, and that's it. And usually on the table is an ashtray. Mm-hmm. On the table is table a lighter, lighter. table lighter. Yeah. Uh, this is how it used to be. And I miss those days. The good old days. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, we're going to light up uh, the second cigar, and, and it's a small cigar also, but it's got a little more oof to it, a little more uh, girth to it. What do we have here, Barry? Well, today's second cigar is the Regis Black Label, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Regis Cigars. The size we're smoking is a 4x50 Petite Robusto, and it is a Nicaraguan Puro that is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back only $7.99, while a box of 10 is $69.99, which comes out to an even less $6.99 per cigar. That's a savings of $10 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail that carries it, 
go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Great cigar for the money. Mm-hmm. What we're about to light up here. I don't know if we've ever... Uh, we we had we had him on uh, yeah, yeah. yeah a couple times yeah uh, okay it's time to cut our cigar the official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality tradition and excellence I'm gonna use instead of my Jaws cutter, which I love, mm-hmm. my favorite, favorite cutter. You know how many cigars this has cut? Thousands. Notice it's a red one. I have this same one every single week that I use, and still perfect. But the Lotus cutter that is on this, um, what is this called again? The Lotus Duke. The Lotus Duke uh, has a regular guillotine cutter on it. And as Jonathan says, you can use it, and the schmuckus goes inside, and he's uh, claiming all these claims. We're going to see how it is. And just like decapitating a head, huh. it decapitates. Just fell the head. right in the basket. The schmuckus went yeah. right inside the little basket. We call basket. that the Marie Antoinette cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's beautiful. It actually works pretty good. Where I, you know, I don't like the little um, bullet, the bullet cutters and no. stuff on it. it. It's good there in a pinch, I guess. But um, this is actually usable. So there you have it. A little floral on the uh, cold draw. Yeah, a little peanut skin too. Mm. We're gonna light our cigar today with the Duke by Lotus. I'm the- with the shell of the peanut. I, I get that. Mm. Duke by Lotus. <laughs> I'm going to be interrupting nonstop. No, go ahead. Features. Single action. Three jets in line. Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. And as Dave alluded, on the back is a flip-out full-size 64 ring gauge guillotine cutter. All for the low price of $69.99. That is the Duke by Lotus. This is a, a fancy lighter. This is a good, all-around good lighter. If you have this, you have everything you need. And, you know, speaking of cold and lighters, Cappy C earlier said, I need a lighter that fires in the cold. Mm. Is that that the can vertigo be Vertigo Cyclone, because of the plastic body, it really stands up to the cold very well. You may have to tune it so that it uh, has a little more pressure coming out of the jets, but mm. it's not cold in your hand if it sat around. You know, because the body's plastic, because the metal right. body would be so cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you think you go fancy, but no. They needed to the design jeans that have a lighter pocket down by the balls so you can just have it <laughs> always warm. Yeah? Yeah. And you just go fishing around there for your lighter. And hey, what was up with you taking that picture on me with a nut shot of holding your cigar? <laughs> what? <laughs> you had it right by your junk. Like he's holding a cigar and he took the picture and the cigar's right by his junk. Advertising, trying to get a. <laughs> trying to a, pick somebody up? Yeah. <laughs> Something going on there? I, I, re- I didn't see it. I don't recall the picture. Mm. Recently? Yeah, it was this week. Really? MeWe. Every once in a while we get a new MeWe, but it's slow coming. Yeah. It's, it, 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 I think we're the only ones on it. Yeah. Have you ever heard anyone else mention it? Nah, no, but find us on MeWe. <laughs> it's not by my junk. It's by my leg. I went by it really quick. It was yeah. close enough that and I And it was a joke about leg day. Mm. Mm. I saw the picture. I was like, what the fuck? 
wasn't a joke well, about you're junk bonbons sitting on the couch pretending you got COVID. I'm it was, at the gym. It was Mrs. Debbie's throwing heavyweights around. <laughs> I have the top ten ways to stay warm in the wintertime smoking your cigar. We're on number eight. Number eight way uh, to smoke in the cold winter months. Move. Oh. You don't like something on the channel. You change the channel. Mm-hmm. You don't like the cold weather that we're in. It's a, it's a big country. It's an even bigger world. Go somewhere else, right? Stop complaining. Move where it's warm year-round, like Florida, Arizona, or even moderately warm places. You could go to North Carolina, South Carolina, or something. Yeah, where it's I'm not- the idiot who went from Miami to New Hampshire. Yes. Which is very, very odd that that happens. But you did go from New York to Miami. Miami. I can attest to the fact that you are an idiot. So I'll support you on that. My next move will be from New York to the Sarasota, Bradenton area of Florida. From New York? No, from New Hampshire. To Sarasota, Bradenton. In Florida. All right. When's that? Well, I didn't have a grandchild. It probably would have been a lot sooner. So it's going to be at least 18 years. Oh, my God. Yeah, your wife's into it big time. Yeah, huh? so Huge. we don't we don't need to say goodbye now. No, okay. Uh, sorry, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> no, goodbye. Yeah, eighteen more years. D- d- didn't get what he wanted for Christmas. <laughs> we have the number nine way to smoke in the house. In the you plan on moving? Me? Yeah. No. You stay here. I bought life. a house. Yeah, your lifer. Ed Sullivan. No. Retire move. Where would I go? No, your wife's not saying it either. Though. He just redid his kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that he knows about lichens, he's got some redesigning to do. Right. I'll have to rip it there. all out. Yeah. Okay. No, I can't fathom myself moving here. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a New Hampshire guy. I'm a Massachusetts guy, but it's right down the street. Don't, I've been here my whole life. Don't the winters get to you, though? It does. Two years ago, it probably started. Yeah. It bothered me. Never before. So I hit 60, and, and I started saying, oh, my God, my bones hurt. Everything hurts. Old. You know what you could try doing? Uh, put on a couple of extra layers, and then it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's still, it, it, it's dark. It's gray. It's, it's an ugly time of year. Yeah, I hate leaving work, and it's dark out. I yep. hate leaving for work, and it's dark out. Yeah. Yeah, get up a little earlier. And watch I talk the to my friends in Florida, and they say, "Oh, it's eighty degrees today. It's beautiful. It's sunny." I don't and know. This they, morning, uh, Rafael Nodal was saying it was forty-six degrees. Really? Yeah. Well, we'd love. Imagine if it was forty-six degrees here. I'd be just, on the deck. It was just a cigar. fifty-two the other day. Yeah. yeah. If it's not raining, you could put the top down, <coughs> drive around in your convertible. Yeah, the motorcycle guys would be out. Mm-hmm. It would be showtime. But um, anyway, the number nine way to. Uh, Enjoy cigars in the cold winter months is smoke in the house. I put my foot down and do that. Every once in a while? No, now, now it's pretty much whenever I want. Okay. You put your I foot do it, down? I do it like three or four times a week. Okay. Oh, I heard boy. there was begging and crying. No. My wife's actually bought me a cigar to enjoy after dinner in the house. Ah, okay. Um, smoking in the basement, um, to me, is not best. Um, you, you think you're, you're getting away from it, but smoke rises and it makes its way anyway. So it, it's not a positive thing of it. If you had an attic, you could turn your attic into a smoke mm-hmm. lounge. The smoke goes up. That's wrong, too. The best place to smoke in your house, the bathroom. There's a seat and there's an exhaust fan. <laughs> but it's the bathroom. It's a, shitty, it's, a it's a shitty place. It's a seat. If you got to pee, you don't got to get up. If you're <laughs> so inclined to do it that way, and the exhaust fan. 
Well, he just blew one of mine, so I'm going to go for it. Uh, if you, I, I experimented with this this week. If you run the shower super hot and sit directly under the bathroom fan, the bathroom door obviously has to be closed and the bathroom window cracked at the top because you want to be able to pull a cross breeze from the window to the exhaust fan and pull it up. Uh, Why couldn't it be the bottom? It would still do it. And it would bring it from the bottom. You want to bring the air in low and push the smoke push up. It up. We're remodeling the whole Nashua store based on this principle. Am I crazy here? Uh, well, I experimented with it both ways, and it seemed to work the best with the window cracked at the top, but you do it however it. you want. He experimented both ways. <laughs> he admitted uh, to it. I'm sure. You've got to be able to run that fan for a full 20 minutes. So I, I've nicknamed this the wife is at her mother's with the kids for a few hours, and I have time method. Because you need the full 20 minutes after you're done smoking to be able to run that fan with the, the door closed. What are you going to need first as a wife? The other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Too soon. The other trick is when you're done, you light one of the smoke odor eliminator candles. And with all my experimentations, vanilla seems to be the best scent. Because you, if you can't completely exhaust the room or she goes in there before the full 20 minutes is up, the vanilla will mix with the smoke aroma and it has more of a pipe tobacco aroma, which is much more pleasing and less off-putting. All right. And I tested this with a pocket door, so it works, it works with all doors. Okay. Ed <laughs> Sullivan went from smoking cigars in the house, which you built a house based upon cigar smoking yeah. and getting a new house. And actually forfeiting what you love, which is a Big, biggest mistake, mistake of my life. It was yeah. a mistake. Yeah, you had the jab established early, and then you just gave it up in the fifth round. Yeah. yeah. Life beats you down. So, Wives. And we're going to stay there the rest of your life. Are you going to stay in that house the rest of your life? I doubt it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you got to build an addition on to do something at this point. Yeah, I, I don't think it's worth it at this point. Okay. You know. It's just me and my wife in, you know, 3,200 square feet. It's, it's bigger than we need. I know the feeling. I <laughs> yeah, know the feeling. Rambling around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and hockey players are a different breed of athletes. It's not uncommon, uncommon for a player to remain on the ice after breaking a bone or getting cut. Often at times, you'll be, they'll be seen taking stitches right on the bench and not miss a shift. Simply put, hockey players have balls, and NHLer Blake Wheeler proved this when he got hurt blocking a shot that ruptured his testicle. Ugh. Blake continued the game and did not miss a shift, logging almost 24 minutes of ice time. And when asked about it, he said, there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. I knew I was hurting, but didn't realize I was injured until after the game. Hmm. Did he realize he should have worn a cup? Evidently, there's a difference between nuts and crazy, and that's not only insane, it's <laughs> asylum. Every, every, every guy listened to this cringe <laughs> as, as you finish that um, story. Oof. 
and they continue to play. Mm-hmm. And then, like, baseball players are the wimpiest, right? Hangnail, yeah. uh, I'm out, whatever. Football turf toe. You stubbed your toe. Suck it up. Play hard. Yeah, yeah. I broke my toe last week. Uh, January 1st, mm. broke my toe, and uh, it's good. What are you going to do? No. It's fine, right? Yeah, it's, it's still bruised, mm-hmm. very bruised, and you can feel it, but uh, it's good. It's good. And he, he, here it is. What's today? Today is the 14th, two weeks. Two weeks ago, that's it. It's set, I'm sure, at this point, and fine. Okay, we're talking about the uh, top 10 best ways to enjoy cigars in the cold weather, and I have uh, the the last one, uh, the best one of all, as far as I'm concerned, and uh, we saw it today uh, right here in front of us uh, with For eight, sure. eight people uh, that were sitting live watching the show down in the Cigar Lounge, across the country, everywhere where you're listening to it, is the Brick and Mortar Cigar Shop. The Brick and Mortar Cigar Shop is there at your service uh, for this particular reason. Uh, I remember getting into the cigar business in 1985. Nobody had a cigar lounge in their cigar Mm. shop. You grabbed your cigars and you left because things were different in those days. You could smoke cigars in your house and in your car and in other uh, businesses uh, that you could go to the bar and you could have a cigar there. You could go into a restaurant, whatever. Not the case anymore. So there's very few places left, and and um, the cream of the crop of all is the brick-and-mortar cigar shop. So enjoy them, know them, love them, appreciate that, that they're there for you. And how to appreciate they're there for you is when you go in there to buy a few cigars when you go inside and keep them in business. Because when they go out of business, you say, I wish I had that place there, but you didn't support them. And supporting a brick-and-mortar retailer is not just going into a brick-and-mortar. It's actually making a purchase at the brick-and-mortar and keep them in business. Um, buy at least a few cigars and make yourself at home. Make some new friends. Uh, everybody that's here today that uh, came in came in by themselves, each one individually, not even with a group of friends. They came in, made new friends. Um, yeah, you be a good guest when you're there. You clean up after yourself. And uh, you enjoy the cigar lounge for what it is. You don't go there to start trouble. You go there to be nice. And it's there for you. And it is the best. It is the best of all. It's better than uh, I I can smoke cigars in my house. But at at the cigar store is better because there's other people that are there that enjoy the same thing that I do as opposed to I'm there with a wife that does not enjoy well, cigars. What if you're antisocial like me? You go off to yourself in the corner. Okay. You find a spot. Most places, it's not like everybody's in a, in a major circle. Mm-hmm. There's little spots. We're considering that as we're building out the Nashua store right now, rebuilding it, to have little places for people well, that don't want to. put little tents that say loser table, loser table two. You've got a lot more people than the old days that are working from the cigar store. Yes. Yeah, so they can plug in with their computer. They can recharge their cell phone while they're there, that they can use the bathroom that it's there. Um, And they, you know. We have somebody listening to the show doing some work on his computer right here. There we Mm. go. So that's the beauty part of it. Uh, Support your brick-and-mortar retailer is always the key to it. Uh, by doing so, you will be a happier cigar smoker yourself. Uh, oh, you can get it for a few bucks cheaper online or something like that. Oh, boy, you're going to be sorry the day comes that that place down the street from you is gone because you saved a few bucks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Believe me, um, 
even if you're talking about Arizona, so you're in Arizona, Arizona hits 100 teens. It's 115 right. degrees. You don't want to smoke in 115 degrees either. You want to go to even an air conditioner. You can't pull that off. No. <clears throat> You want to go to an air-conditioned place, and that air-conditioned place is your brick-and-mortar retailer. Yep. So you go there, and you know, even when you're not, you go by every once in a while, and you still support them that you're not going to stay there, but just making sure, you guys okay? You're, you're pay, paying the bills. You're staying afloat. Keep them going, and they're going to keep you a place for you to have your little clubhouse, the best clubhouse of all, the brick-and-mortar retailer, period. And that, that's the end of what I have. Right now, it's time for the confessional. And that is brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. Featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. <laughs> name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? All right. I think I'm becoming a fat guy. Really? I, had, I don't think so. No. I had a serious, serious fat guy transgression. Oreos transpire this week. So for Christmas, I bought the girl these very bougie sourdough fermented zero lectin crackers because she likes to have a little crackers with her cheese and have that little crunch. <laughs> but but I wanted the zero lectins so that for her or for you. So no, so that she's not eating anything bad. But she gets the little crunch. In so the, you're, are the you crackers. forcing this so on her? You're killing her too. Slowly. So I. Because I've been working out this week and I've been talking to a couple of weightlifting professionals, ah, yeah. I have to incorporate carbohydrates into my diet because carbs spare your uh, protein from because your body starts to look to the carbohydrates for glycogen instead of breaking down your muscle for energy. Yeah, okay. So you got to have the carbohydrates. <laughs> and I could have I cooked a sweet potato, but it would have taken 45 minutes or... Could have microwaved it. I don't oh, even no. own a microwave. <laughs> but the box of crackers were right there. And they had the right amount of carbs for my macros, so I ate the entire box of crackers and I haven't replaced it. You ate the entire box. So yeah. you gave her this for Christmas on December twenty fifth. They're sealed. And sometime this week we'll, we'll I gave her we'll, two boxes. She opened one of them and ate it and then the whole box or just not a at once, but yeah, a few at a time. Yeah, she didn't like it enough to go back for the second box. Yeah. I mean, really, what kind of Christmas gift is that? Yeah. I got you lectin-free crackers. How would you I feel about sad. that? Sourdough I'm sad crackers. for her. Yeah, uh, I'm going to meet her this weekend at a sub shop, and we're just going to go to town and don't say nothing to Jonathan. You know what those crackers taste like? Sad. Yes. <laughs> they were delicious. I haven't had crackers in over a year. Come on, man. Stop it. No. Stop this. Well, let's give him some penance, I guess. All right. Oh, for the love. Who, who does that? For your penance, smoke two Churchills, three Robustos, all Saint cigars this week. Mm, Five cigars. I'll be watching. <laughs> I can do that. Well, it stayed lit. Hmm. I wasn't paying attention to my Regis cigar. 
What's your strength on this? The uh, chat room's weighed in, and I agree with the higher number of the two. I'm going to go six. Five. Five. Four to five, one. I had five, the higher number. Look what's happening here. Do you notice? I'm, I'm starting to nail it. I well, you down. said you were going to add a number, so you're probably going, all right, it's a four, but I'll say a five, so I'm closer to the guys. No. This Regis has nothing to do with Regis and Kathy Lee, right? No, no. That's different. That's different. I, I went and saw them live, Regis and Kathy <laughs> No, Lee. you didn't. I did. I saw them live. My God, this was the mid-90s. Did you make it on the show? Gianna did. So we brought really? me, Laurie, <laughs> Gianna went, and uh, they had to put some costume on or something. And Mary Poppins, who was she? Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews was on the show. Really? And uh, Gianna went up on stage with Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, and was on the on the show. Gianna with her. knows Mary Poppins. Met her. Well, she was met up her. on was up on the stage with her, oh. and she's listening right now. And she's saying, "Really, I don't remember this or something." <laughs> we have pictures. We have pictures. Probably could find it on the YouTube's. Ooh, everything's on there. You think so? Probably can. All right, all right. Yeah, she was on. So got that going for us, and we're smoking the Regis. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> I think <laughs> what? Where are you going with this? All right. Uh good cigar, right? Very good. And and certainly burning a lot slower than um the Mad Minnow that we had. Well, it's uh, four times the circumference, so it should burn a little slower. And it's another cigar that has a rage, razor thin burn line. Yeah. Yep. Well made. I mean, if you take the band off, it probably doesn't have swear words in Maybe you'll have to check on that. Because the Mad Minnow has swear words. It's word. got nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. Maybe we should start writing happy things. <laughs> Maybe we put inside. Fortunes? We put fortunes. fortunes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I made a cigar brand called Zing, X-I-N-G. And um, it was um, fortunes on every single one that I made up all these fortunes. And I had a print. You know how many you got to print? Oh, yeah. So you're going to make these sheets of all different ones and they have to be rotated and it was a whole big thing and it didn't catch on and what was it wisdom like itchy bum itchy smelly bum. fingers yes yeah. yes that was the, that was because that that's a classic <laughs> that that's a classic yeah. which is um what, what was the name Confucius. Confucius say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with smelly finger, <laughs> which was there. Because that's a classic. Everything else was made up, but yeah, that, that that's class, yeah, that was important. Time tested. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, um, we have letters in the mailbox to get to, a prize to give away, and lots more. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda 
have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year, and the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're staying nice and warm, enjoying our cigars in the cold winter months because we told you the ways that you can do it. And uh, we'll see if we have any more. I think Jonathan has a whole bunch of stuff down I get, here. Uh, I, have one, I have one more. Gary blew my, my spot <laughs> up with the uh, smoking in the bathroom. Uh, this method is called the fuck it, we're probably getting a divorce anyway, and this will taint the house so I can keep it method. Taint. For this method, you need to know <clears throat> what the pre prevailing wind situation is on your property. You'll want to be smoking near the out window and not the in window. So on my property, it blows from the master bedroom side through to the kitchen. So always? Always. So if I were going to smoke in a room, I would smoke in the kitchen or litchen. 
near that window. And if you happen to have a lich. <laughs> correct. A small window fan can be a lifesaver if you have one. Set it up to suck the smoke out, and your goal is to not get caught. But if you can, but you can always argue that you tried hard to mitigate the smoke. If she dumps you that day by going to her mother's, all bets are off. Smoke that bitch out, the house, not your wife. Turn your living room fan on to pull the smoke up and away from the carpet, and it won't stick to the walls if it's moving, so you, can, you want to keep it moving. And then, like I said in the last one, you light a vanilla candle for the same reason uh, and smoke until you are done and run everything for at least 15 minutes after you're done. Leave the candle burning for up to an hour after. Leave the candle burning. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Smoke that bitch out. At the same time. <laughs> you get caught. You get caught. Yeah. You know, instead of the candle, why don't, why not make chocolate chip cookies and then eat them? Yeah, you could do go. that. So and far, they have them on the plate. She comes sure. home and says, "Oh my I god, made cookies! Cookies! It smells so nice in here." All three of Jonathan's have been the same. It's been around a window, the car window, the bathroom window, yeah. the living room window. What's What's next? Bedroom window. She came in through she the were, bedroom. Oh, I'm she sorry, Barry. I, I didn't get a chance to critique your list because you don't fucking my have one. My list was the best place to smoke in the house is the bathroom. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> he did that. Yeah. It's, if he read the show notes, see, after 125, we're back. It says, did I miss any? Well, he was talking about the room. Ways? So it was open for discussion at the best room. He was saying the attic. I was letting him know why one of the few times he was wrong. Because the bathroom. Oh. Though some of those attics have the giant fans, that's my next investment is up. the uh, the whole house fan. Yeah, and then and and then you he have Ed Sullivan who doesn't believe in lowering the window down. No, no. fan, no nothing. Yep. Hot box. I'm anti window. I don't even need a window. No, just hot box. box. Yeah. Now, if it had been a couple of weeks since you smoked a cigar for some reason, and the Never only happened. place you had was your house. Would you smoke I, in the house? I did smoke in a coffin. No windows. All the smoke stays in Because there. the other good the place for coffin. you coffin. is coughing. Your, your kitchen, coughing, because coughing. I'm sure your fan above the stove exhausts to the outside. Don't have an exhaust fan. You don't? No. Because oh, that's the next thing I'm putting in the Oh, you put a new kitchen in? You put an exhaust fan over the food? I, I wanted the cooktop on an island. And then it's very difficult to <laughs> You can't do just all chase that down the... Chase be, the duck down be the difficult. The floor joist? Yeah. Remember they used to have one that sucked it in and right they never thing. worked well. No. No. Because you didn't they had one of those. Yeah, it never was. happened, huh? No, they'd have one that sometimes would pop up and try to send it didn't work. Didn't work. All right. That's it. That's all That's we got. That's the next thing going in the lichen for me is a because I have my stove on the external wall, so I can exhaust that straight out with a little louver vent. We we really we use our exhaust fan often in the kitchen, uh, because the alarms go off and stuff. If, if um, while we're cooking on high heat and the smoke mm-hmm. happens, and next thing you know a fan in the the uh, smoke yeah, detectors and you use a towel when you do that and you fan it like <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it. We got a prize to give away, and you got some emails, and uh, let's get to it. Uh, I would like the record to show that someone did open the pen on the MeWees, and inside the pen was an entire bottle of lotion. They found it. So <laughs> Not true at all. It does lie. This is like, it's like Christmas. You don't know where they're hiding the lotion. Somewhere in this little it's prize not, pack no. that consists of a lighter. 
that may or may not have lotion. It, it might be a lotion dispenser for all we know. There, there's a hat that uh, also may have lotion in it, and no. and then there's a mug that could be filled with lotion, and it's all could it's all brought to you by the folks at H. Upman. Yeah, there's no lotion. There could be H. Upman <laughs> lotion somewhere hidden in this prize pack. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and Tony writes. Hi guys, you're all ash holes. Thank mm. you for a great podcast which I follow interestingly every week. Is this from you're talking far about the ash holes or us? From as far away as Sweden. I want to weigh in on your challenge about gaining 50 pounds for Jonathan. Because losing 50 pounds for Barry and Dave is going to be easy. Oh, well, they both gained weight this week, so... (laughs) Well, we don't know. I I will know tomorrow. To gain 50 pounds of pure muscle is not going to be possible in that short time, but stay away from the cardio and do sets of three to four with repetitions of 12 to 15 and do that three times a week while eating more than normally and supplementing with 100 grams of protein powder and also supplement creatine. You'd never have the name of the protein powder, right? No, he takes it straight from the tap. (laughs) (laughs) A new joke. (laughs) The name of the game is consistency. Don't miss a training and always eat and take the supplements. Then you'll be good. Good luck. And we were told by a professional comedian that he does have the chops for this comedy thing because of how quick. Like it's amazing that he that he does it as quick as he does. You got you got to give it when it when it's due. You got to say. I said it. it was a new joke. Yeah. Dave, give him a bell for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it to where, where it's due. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and I got a new printer. So it, see, this Look. is the old printer and big letters and it prints big. Yeah. Mm. Dyson writes, "Year of the money." Hello to the host, Dave of all people. Uh-huh. To not understand that the bottom line is about making the sale. Please don't go full Maduro Dave on me, but you wrote a book about this, how to deal with the bigger guy in the market and to make an impact. Davidoff did that. Amongst all the sales of cigars in the market, they found a way to ensure that they make a profit by getting the biggest market, which is China, to buy into the Asian culture of a cigar named after the beloved Chinese Zodiac, which to someone that does not believe would no doubt believe it is stupid which you believe it is stupid. Uh, just as in our culture, they may think the 4th of July is dumb. I, I don't believe that Davidoff is dumb for doing it. I believe that everybody that followed at that point was dumb. They came right. up with something. It was it was unique. Nobody did it in the cigar industry. And then everybody doing oh, it is Every all other dumb. day you're seeing a year of the rabbit yeah, release. But go ahead. My point is... They have no reason to bat an eye at the 4th of July because it has nothing to do with them. Being a veteran of 20 years and an American, the 4th holds a lot of weight for me. Because you do not live in the Asian culture, you perceive it as stupid. But Davidoff sees it as a way to profit from the world's largest market. Hennessy has followed suit along with many other cigar markets. It's about the money, Dave, like it or not. Also, Mr. J, year of Tupac. That was funny. I I thought so. I don't know what that means. Because you said something about rappers, and I said, oh, cool, it could be the year of Tupac. Well, because he's a rapper also. He was. Mm-hmm. Was. Sure. So that's Dyson, and the Dyson doll is right there. We had Tony, and uh, this is what you think is going to be the winner, but we'll be the judge of that. All right. It's a long one. I'm going to truncate it a little bit. <sighs> Who's this? This is Alex writing by way of possibly Mexico. Uh, 
On the after show, the supreme authority Maduro Dave was left speechless on how to compete with the Zodiac Year of Cigars. Since I cannot leave the supreme authority Maduro Dave hanging in the way that Mr. Mm. J did on Christmas, I would like mm. to propose an idea that may not only allow him to compete with the Chinese Zodiac, but also force Mr. J to do something he would never do. Next year marks the 50th anniversary of one of the best movies ever adapted from a book. Although the movie only features them prominently in one scene, the book must mention cigars and specifically one brand over uh, 220 times. In order to commemorate this momentous anniversary, I propose that we use 2024 to elevate one country's tobacco and one of their oldest brands. 2024 should be the year of the Italian cigar and specifically the Denoboli which is what Fanucci was smoking on the day of the St. Rocco's Feast in Godfather 2. Hmm. Okay, so the Denobili is not Toscano. Toscano ended up buying the company with Denobili. Denobili is an American cigar brand made in Pennsylvania hmm. where Perot, with Perotti and Toscano, but it was Denobili that they smoked in the movie. That's interesting. Hmm. How do we know that? He just said it right here. Yeah, but he said it. How do we know that? that the well, no- he, it sounds like he read the book. I know that's ah, beyond book. most no, of your purview. Yeah, you wait for the movie to come that. out, 1972, yeah. and The Godfather. You didn't even see the movie or read the book. How about read the book? No. No? Why no. wouldn't you read the book? I, I can't. No? No, I can't do it. Nothing having to do with The Godfather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you, or you can't read. Oh, I just read that. Yeah, but not well. well. I did okay. It was fine. Barry's looking up Denobly. It was Denobly. It was Denobly, yeah. so I'm going to give a vote for him because he's I correct. Can't ship to Mexico, so I'm going to oh. vote for the veteran. I'll mm. go with number two. But it's possible this guy has some Possible. Does but anybody, I will always does go anybody for the bring things guy. back to Mexico? <laughs> does anything ever go back to Mexico? I don't know if that even Yeah, happens. unfortunately, we don't ship internationally, so... We don't deport to Mexico. He may have uh, a runner, or whatever they call that, a donkey, or what do they call that? A mule. I, I mule. believe. I believe he has a uh, an address in the states as well. Yeah, I, I learned something from that, so I got to go with the Godfather. All right, the Godfather was the Denobly cigar. So I'm going to give both of these to you. If it turns out that Alex does not have an address in the U.S., the other guy can get the prize. And which other guy are we picking? As a second. Dyson's, the only other guy that Dyson, got a vote. Dyson's the backup. Dyson's the backup with the with Dyson the, dollars. With, with the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. I agree with that. Follow the money. Get, get, you know, that's usually the answer to a lot of things. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, the after show. The after show topic. What are, what are we going to talk about this week? Is um, Why do they sell? Yeah, why, why do, they do, sell out? Do I, why do manufacturers sell out? Why does cigar manufacturers sell out? <clears throat> all these manufacturers in all different things. Why the sellout all of a sudden that's happening? I would say it's stronger than ever, this influx of companies selling out. And I'm going to have more of this on our episode mm. where I take out the crystal ball. And Is actually, everybody selling on that episode? There's or? a lot of people selling. There's yeah. a lot of people buying. There's a lot going on. You I need got, both. I got, I got a good one. This time, mm. I got I got my ear to the ground. I'm hearing stuff, uh, and if some manufacturers are listening, you know stuff that I don't know. Give me a call. Let me know. Let me put it in there again. It, it is a, uh, a just an educated guess. I don't need uh, um, accurate yeah. information. Be I careful just need... with your ear to the ground. It could be a freight train coming. Yes, yeah. You did. That's how you listen, right? Yeah. That's how you do it. Okay, so uh, 
Alex gets it. If not, we go there. After show, we're all set with that. Uh, that's it. I'm going to get to the uh, classic three-way. I'm ready to go. I got a big one here. Mm. Let's get to it. The classic three-way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Ed Sullivan, are you still the champion? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, yes. Yes, you are. He won the championship in 2022, yeah. and he's won every one well, in 2020. that many. And I also, I'm the champion of the after show. We, that's been established as well. No, there's no, there's no there's after no show thing. championship. Well, there is now. It's not even a thing. Yeah, it's, I established you know, it. It goes with your cream, that you, your <laughs> lotion or whatever you got going with on there. With its crackers. So uh, we have eight. Count oh. them. Eight questions it's too today. too many. And, um, I should get a point because I put down eight things. Huh? No points. <clears throat> uh, you get one point if make, you are uh, correct. You got the uh, going questions over. before the show now. How did you know there would be eight? You yeah. said it was going to be a big one. It's a big one. Eight. I have seven music questions. Hmm. Leave that one alone. Followed by the eighth, which will be a TV huh. question. Um, and um, I have no tiebreakers. Zero. Zero tiebreakers. Wow. So uh, today is January 14th. I'm going to start with Ed Sullivan because he is the champion. January 14th, Little Richard releases the single Tutti Fruity. Jonathan oh, wasn't even born yet, but it was about Mr. Jonathan. But No, it was about Rudy from Canada. Tutti Frutti, Rudy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Little Richard releases the single Tutti Frutti today. What year was that? Uh, 1956. 56, he says. 1950. 50. 55. 55. We have two points for Ed Sullivan. Two points, Ed Sullivan. I remember when that came out. There we go. I uh, we, it was before both of us, but right before. <laughs> uh, over to Mr. Jonathan. The U.S. Army promotes Elvis Presley to sergeant today. The U.S. Army promotes Elvis Presley to sergeant today. What year was that? 1952. 52. 57. 57. 1960. 1960, says Ed Sullivan. Two points, Ed Sullivan. Oh, wow. That I'm makes not- sense because of the 68 comeback special. Yeah, I, I might get the back. most points ever. It could wow. be. I feel like the deck has been stacked. <laughs> Not at all. He doesn't know the questions, nor does he uh, know it. No, I don't uh, know much. Yeah, he didn't know those eight questions. That was Mr. Jonathan. Over to Barry Stein. David Bowie releases his first single, Can't Help Thinking About Me. Today, what year was that? David Bowie releases his first single, Can't Help Thinking About Me. Also known as Mr. Jonathan's theme song. Yes. Uh, 1971. 71, he says. 
1966. 1966, he says. 72, but I'm kind of nervous about that. I can't believe it, but it's true. Two points for Ed Sullivan, 1966. <laughs> this is all real, too. This is all real. You think this is a joke and it's a setup, and it's not. I swear no. to God. Uh, over to... To me. To you. Just give me the two. <laughs> Sonny and Cher released the single, The Beat Goes On, or Beat Goes On, actually. Sonny and Cher released the single, Beat Goes On, and The Beat Goes On. Mm-hmm. The Beat Goes On. It does. Uh, 1964- 64, he says. 68. 68. 72. 72. Ed Sullivan gets one point. Ugh. One point for Ed Sullivan. It's 67. You said 64. It was 68. 72 was over. 64. 67. One what, point. What's the current score? Current score is seven <laughs> to, uh, to zero, zero to goose egg. To zero. And we're moving on to Mr. Jonathan. Aloha in Hawaii. An Elvis Presley concert becomes the most watched broadcast by an individual entertainer of all time. What year was that? Aloha was that, in Hawaii. Was that Fat Elvis? I you believe it was. was absolutely <laughs> Fat Karate Elvis in a white leather yeah. suit. So he knows that. 1972. 72, he says. 73. 73. 1970. 70. Two points to Barry Stein. Whoa. Well, 73. Barry's a big Elvis fan. Yeah, he's all shook up about his daughter dying. <laughs> oh, too soon? See, now there's the comic thing so quick that he ends up saying it. There is something to that, that he has this. Depravity? No, but so quick, so fast, too soon. All shook up. All shook up. Yeah. Very good. Who, who's uh, Barry, I think. It's Barry. Barry, we have, uh, you, it, you have two points. Ed Sullivan has seven. seven points. Mr. Jonathan has none. We have three questions left. British punk rock band The Sex Pistols hold what becomes their final concert in Winterland Ballroom, San Francisco, California today. The Sex Pistols' last concert today in San Francisco, California. What year was that? Me? Yep. 75. 75. 19... I want to say 1978. 78. 1976. 76. Two points for Ed Sullivan. Damn it. <laughs> it's 1978. That's unbelievable. Uh, Big nine fan. points. Big fan. That must be a record. Nine to two to zero. One, one music question left. One TV. TV. We don't even have to keep going, but we are going to keep going because we have time to kill anyway. Um, this is over to who? Mr. Jonathan. No, Ed Sullivan. It's me. It's you. Madonna's first single. Oh, see, now you lost me. <laughs> like a Virgin? Holiday. Damn it. On American Bandstand. She performs it, her first single, and she does it on American Bandstand today. I have no idea. Um, you know what decade it is. I know. don't. 1982. He says 82. 79. 79. I got 82. 82. Both of you guys will get one point. It's 84. Mm. One point for Barry, which makes him three. That's Sullivan is 10. That is definitely a record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 10 points. 
I'm just hoping to not have a shutout at this point. <laughs> you so, just need this. Huh? You need this. This is the last one, and this is a music, and this starts with you. Right. This is not music. No, this TV. is TV. This is TV. Sanford and Son, starring Red Fox and Demon Williams, premieres on NBC TV today. What year was that? Demon Williams. Uh, Sanford and Son, starring Red Fox and Demon Williams, premieres on NBC TV today. What year was that? 1979. 79. 77. 77. 1973. 72. You're all over. 72. But a unbelievable performance. That was a sound thrashing right there. By Red. 10 to 3 to 0. Uh, you don't become the uh, world champion for the year uh, <laughs> with whatever you call what you did right there, which was uh, pitiful. Not, yeah, pitiful. Uh, you don't know what's going on. And, and, and you're the disc jockey in here, but you, you don't know your years of music. Years of music. Mm. You knew what he was wearing, like Elvis Presley, his clothing, <laughs> what he wore. I've seen the concert. A you, know bunch how, of times. you know how he danced, so, but you didn't know when that was. When we have one that's fashion focused, yes. Mr. J's got it. Yeah. Yeah, if you said what color was the suit he was wearing, I <laughs> yeah, had that. You had <laughs> what, what was the material? I had that. Did, you, what did was, he do karate? Yes, he did. I knew that. Did you know what was on the white jumpsuit that he was wearing? Rhinestones? Yes, but what of a design of what? Was a it v? an eagle? Was it an eagle? I don't know. I believe it was an eagle. What was that, Hawaii? Yeah. Uh, we can search for the Elvis Hawaii outfit. Yeah, do that, because... Uh, I, I see it in my head, but I don't know that by any means because he's saying it, but I see, for some reason, I see an eagle. I think that was also the longest rendition of Suspicious Minds that he ever did live. Long? Yep, it's a bird. It's a bird, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's something like the eagles on the Trans Amish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was very popular at the Which, time also. What, what was the nickname of that? The Screaming Chicken, I think? Yeah, Screaming Eagle or Screaming Chicken. I think they called it a chicken to be yeah. derisive. Okay. All right, we're smoking the Regis Petite Robusto, which lasted an entire hour it certainly did. on the show. It was, uh, it, was, it was a blue Egyptian bird. Hmm. Egyptian bird. Oh, wait, that was, the seven, that was 76, March yeah, 21st. Yeah, there's only a little blue on the one I'm seeing. Yeah. It's got red and blue and gold. Smooth all the way to the end. I'm, I'm well past the band here. No ammonia. Uh, uh, it was a phoenix. Ah, oh. because he rose from the ashes. Yeah. Elvis Presley was a cigar smoker. I've seen pictures mm. with him smoking a cigar. Did he smoke a cigar with Richard Nixon? <laughs> I don't know. Are you making shit up now? I'm, again, a thought mind with him and Richard Nixon having a cigar together or something. I there was something with you know he worked for the key the um, undercover or something supposedly. He had something to do with the U.S. government at the time. He was in the CIA or something? I think he was trying to infiltrate Hawaii. I don't know. There was something going on with him and the guy from the gong show. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Chuck yeah. Barris. Chuck Barris. <laughs> he was supposed to be some hitman or spy or something. Yeah. There was something going on there. This was a better time in those days. <laughs> Politics was Elvis Presley with Richard Nixon and, and the guy from the gong show as opposed to uh, what we have now. There's a, a fair number of Elvis smoking cigar pictures, yeah. usually very narrow ring gauge. Yes. 
Yeah. Coming up uh, on the after show this week, my uh, strength and character segment is a new seg. A, yes, a new looking list. forward to that. Looking and, forward to it. Uh, this is going to be the top jobs that it takes strength and character to keep, and I think you're going to be surprised by how the much selection. better it was than the, than the last <laughs> set of ten. And we apologize to the track and field to the people. Well, from I did Camacho. six months of sports. I mean, I'm kind of sported out at this point. Yeah. Hey, so, you and I, Elvis, has something in common. He was known to consume an entire box of donuts, uh, specifically <laughs> jelly donuts. <laughs> wow. Big fan of the jelly donut, by the way. Yeah. I know you look at me and say, no way, Dave. It's not true. <laughs> but it is. And I never had a whole box of donuts. I had 11 of the 12. I threw the other one out the window, <laughs> lit it on the highway out of total disgust for myself because I didn't realize I ate them all. Yeah. There's one thing you went to reach for another one. There's only one left. There's one left, and there was four people in the car, and everybody kept saying they don't want any. (laughs) And I'm like, "Wow, did I eat all these?" And after asking all the people if they ate them, it turned out nobody had any, and I ate eleven out of total disgust. And this is where the problem starts. Yep, and it turns into it. So psychological issues. Whatever. If somebody's betting, they maybe don't bet on you to lose fifty before. Hey, Bingo uh, McTavish is a W. Cliff Clavin over there, Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is the Cliff Clavin of it. Well, I, I think we've beat this animal uh, long enough. It's cold outside, but we're warm here inside the cigar store, and uh, I'm going to finish my cigar for sure. Uh, that is it. Next week, it is episode 666, The Beast. we got a big cigar to light up. And uh, we'll talk about uh, these numbers on cigars and um, your feeling of the 666 and all these things like that. Barry, uh, do you think I have a concussion? Well, I don't get that reference. Why? Oh, you, you won. won. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's memory still coming back. <laughs> because you were unbelievable uh, after the concussion, uh, whatever went on there. I know when the cigars were boxed up. Pete, who works in our warehouse, refused to touch the 666 cigar. Really? Yes. The, the 666 had to be put in by Mikey or Nick because Pete refused to touch it. Because he's nervous about numbers. Yeah, People are, you know, we talk about the um, Chinese Zodiac and all that stuff. Numbers freak people out. So we'll, we'll get to that more. Uh, until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.